Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm here, <laughs> present and then accounted for. I'm here, you took a little trip. Uh, oh, yes, uh, I did. I uh, uh, went to Hawaii for uh, about 10 days. Um, hadn't been to Hawaii in about 15 years, so it was nice to get back and see some friends there. In fact, that was the reason for my trip. I had two long-time close friends, and they were both having senior issues, if you will, uh, and I wanted to be able to see them. Don't get to see them very often, obviously, uh, and um, it, it is a long trip, but it was certainly worthwhile. And Hawaii is one of those places where, you know, what's wrong with paradise? You know, it's, it is a wonderful place uh, to be. Um, and we were not in Maui, uh, you know, where, but truthfully, I've just had, when I got back, I, I talked to a client yesterday who was on her way to Maui. And of course they are, encouraging people to travel. Uh, Maui's uh, one of those paradise, uh, for particularly uh, for golfers, and she was one of those. So uh, where, where I'm not, and, and I, you know, I like the main island of Oahu, and the, although I'm not into the big city of Honolulu or Waikiki, I like the other side of the island. Uh, and, and um, you know, for anyone who's never been to Hawaii, uh, it, it's a little pricey, but at the same time, it's certainly one of those places that everyone should, uh, uh, should enjoy at least once, if not uh, multiple times. It's, it is a wonderful place. I mean, if you think about it, um, it's lush. The gardens are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's um, typically um, highs are in the 80s, except in the wintertime where the highs are in the 70s. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's uh, a comfortable place, if not just idyllic, um, uh, almost every day there. Now, it does rain. Um frequently almost every day but the rains uh typically are uh, come and go within about 30 minutes so it's it actually leaves things very pleasant and lush and it might surprise you but there um hawaii rarely has a thunderstorm rains frequently but it's it's um, lightning is not something that is very common there it might happen once or twice a year um and that's about it. So it's, um, you know, if, if you like the outdoors, Hawaii is a, a place to, where you can do just about anything you want to do outdoors. And it's, it's really very nice. So anyway, um, shouldn't go on and on and on about things like that. Uh, people are saying, you dirty rat. <laughs> so, but yes, we enjoyed it. Well, you do always preach about the importance of respite, so we'll we'll give you a pass, Bill, for Thank talking you. about and, your vacation. And, and, and it, it was it was in fact a respite. Uh, um, uh, now you know, any time a trip like that takes place, the the hardest part of it is the travel, 
And we were very fortunate. Our travel was, was very good. Without, In other words, we didn't have any problems. And so that uh, is a big thing. But it's still a long trip. Takes you a day to, or two to get over it, after, you know, quite frankly, which is not unusual. And then you get to come back and have twice as much work to do. <laughs> Speaking of which, you came back with a, a big pile of things for us to talk about today. I did. Uh, and actually, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where there's, there's so many folks who think um, that the golden years are all about uh, wonderful times, hand holding into the sunset uh, in Hawaii, <laughs> and and quite frankly, uh, those of us who uh, are, are are already into our golden years, if you will, uh, realize that it's not quite that way, uh, and, and uh, some of us are in better shape than others, but there's not a single one of us who can say that our bodies work as well today as it did 20 years ago. And then that can be pretty frustrating when you have um, uh, issues, uh, whether they're serious or minor, uh, but uh, all of us, uh, as we age, actually um, have issues um, physically, which slow us down and limit uh, uh, us as to what we can do uh, and, and the like. And, and then, of course, uh, others are limited by their financial resources. So, you know, I, I want to talk about uh, those things. Health, of course, is a big issue, and, it, and it's a financial issue. Uh, and, of course, uh, one of the things uh, about our golden years is that uh, we're on Medicare, you know, which is uh, uh, health insurance. But, uh, but the, the fact is, is that Medicare, for most of us, is very complicated. It's, it's not, you're on it, don't worry about it, it's automatic blah, blah, blah. Now, first of all, you have to sign up for it. You have to sign up for it timely. But what so many people don't realize, and this this is important for young people to understand because the fact is, is that as seniors, we have to look at our Medicare plans every year uh, and reevaluate those plans, our drug plans and our main plans. Do we stay on traditional Medicare? Do we switch over to a Medicare Advantage plan? Well, I'm talking about this right now because we're in what is called the open enrollment period. And so uh, this is the time that people need to be uh, evaluating those things. Now, for the younger people, if you have parents or grandparents uh, who are on Medicare uh, and they're confused by these issues, you need to help them. You know, the fact is, is that it's complicated for folks who uh, are well-educated and, and not everybody is well-educated. So it's sort of like, how do people make these choices, uh, particularly 
if they don't have uh, someone with computer skills or other skills um, to look things up for them and to be able to uh, compare. Well, here's the thing. Uh, and, and all of us are uh, uh, have a deluge of mail that comes in from Medicare providers saying, choose us, we're the best. Choose us, we're the best. The fact is, it's, it's all trying to convince us to choose one plan over another. And quite frankly, that's not the way we should be choosing Medicare plans. We need... Uh, e- either really good advice from a professional. Now, this is not me, guys. I'm not into helping people choose Medicare plans. Uh, or uh, folks who are good at comparing plans. So it's like, okay, where do you get reliable information on these plans? There are two places you can go, and they're both good. One is the website, medicare.gov. Now, it's really important that folks understand that it's .gov and not .com or .something else, because if it's not .gov, you're not on the right website. (laughs) You're on somebody's commercial website, Uh, and that's not a good thing. Now, the other is the website for the North Carolina Department of Insurance. And on that website, there's a link called SHIP, S-H-I-I-P, SHIP, uh, Senior Health Insurance Information Program. And there's also SHIP advisors across the street that you can actually talk to. Some obviously are better than others, but the fact is is that um, there are people out there uh, who want to try to help people make these difficult choices. And it's like this, and, and, and don't get into the thing about, oh, I did all that homework last year. I don't need to do it again. The fact is, this is a homework assignment every darn year because these plans change every year. And if you have um, particular uh, medications that you take, your plan that you're on right now might pay for them, but the plan for next year may not, or it may cost more. And there might be a different plan that actually covers your personal needs far better. So comparing uh, all of the different plans, and of course the other issue is where you live, because some plans are available in certain areas. I mean, mean, in this area, you know, Wake County, Durham County, and the surrounding uh, areas, uh, you, you know, most of the plans are available here. But if you live in a more rural area, there are a lot of plans that may not be available. So it's it's a matter of choosing a plan that's available to you and which one is the best one for you. And you've got actually two comparisons to make because you have to figure out, okay, which Medicare plan is best and then which drug plan is best. And some of the Medicare Advantage plans 
cover drugs, some don't. So in some cases, one selection takes care of it. In other cases, uh, you have to choose two different plans. So the fact is, it's complicated. And that's, um, and the, the way to solve it is by recognizing your own personal needs and choosing the plan uh, by going to a comparison site. And there are only two that you can use, Medicare.gov and SHIP, which is on the North Carolina Department of Insurance website. But get this, they're both websites, right? So guess what? Got to have a computer or a smartphone or something where you can get online. So you got to have internet access. You got now you can go to the public library uh, if uh, you know otherwise. But the fact is is that um, there are lots of seniors who are are not proficient. You know, I don't have a computer, or I don't want a computer. I don't. You know, <laughs> I don't want one of those smartphones keep I want to keep things simple uh, I get it but the fact is is that that doesn't get it when you have to make a, a, a important comparison that is a um, makes a huge difference uh, in terms of how much we actually have to pay out uh, for our own personal needs. And another mistake that people make, too, is they assume, well, my spouse did all this research and she chose this particular plan, so that that one's, you know, the one I need to be on, too. And guess what? That's not necessarily the case. The fact is, is that maybe it is the best plan for you, but at the same time, because of your health condition being different from your spouse's, it may be that you need a different plan from your spouse. So, you know, there are lots and lots of different variables, but the only way to, but the fact is, and the thing that I want, uh, the, what I'm trying to, to really get people to understand is that the choices, there are, two, there are lots of choices. They're not simple choices, and somebody needs to do the comparison every year. Uh, and if you need some help doing it, there are people out there who, uh, that are free that can help you. They're, they're ship volunteers, uh, and, and there are tons of them around the state of North Carolina who can help. There are also uh, insurance professionals, but you have to be careful there um, because some are allied solely with one company as opposed to um, ones that uh, do the comparison for you and those kinds of things. But obviously you need to know what medications you take and what your conditions are uh, and, and the like. So, you know, golden years are complicated uh, and this is one of the times of the year that we have to look at things for ourselves. Make sure you do your research and don't put this off. The enrollment period goes on for a while, but don't put things off till the end. Make sure you give yourself plenty of time to do your research, comparison shop, and make sure you're picking the right plan. The two websites that Bill gave out are medicare.gov. Again, make sure you're at .gov.gov. And the North Carolina Department of Insurance website is ncdoi.gov. And you're going to want to look for the SHIP program, S-H-I-I. -I. P. 
Well, if you want to get a hold of Bill for uh, help with your legal documents, maybe you've never seen an elder law attorney before and you want to make sure that uh, their legal documents are in order and that they will function in the manner that you need them to, get a hold of Bill and W.G. Alexander and Associates. Go to WGALaw.com. From there, you can schedule some time to speak with someone on Bill's team. You can also find information about Bill's webinars as well. Learn more about long-term care financial assistance learn more about asset protection and trust planning in the form of webinars click on the seminars button at wgalaw.com bill's webinars are free to attend there's no cost associated with them there's just a wonderful educational opportunity for you to learn more about these subjects wgalaw.com click on the seminars button at the top of the page a quick break and back this is asset protection today with attorney bill alexander we'll be back after this Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can learn more about Bill and W.G. Alexander and Associates by going to WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. That's where you can go to schedule some time to speak with someone on the team. Or if you would like to register for Bill's free webinars, you can click on the seminars button at WGALaw.com. Learn more about asset protection and trust planning. Learn more about Medicaid, VA benefits, and all forms of long-term care assistance that likely you qualify for. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we were just speaking about Medicare because the open enrollment period is uh, is right upon us. Uh, no question about it. And I, I, there are a couple other things about Medicare uh, that I wanted to mention because um, uh, the fact is is that there's a whole category of Medicare called Medicare Advantage plans. And Medicare Advantage plans uh, are private insurance plans that when you choose them, you actually come off of Medicare. Uh, in other words, you're choosing a private insurance plan over what Medicare offers. Now, uh, frankly, uh, for those folks who can afford a Medigap or Medicare supplement plan, sometimes for those folks, uh, traditional Medicare might be a better option. Uh, now, the fa- fact is, is that option tends to be a good bit more expensive uh, for your health insurance coverage than choosing a Medicare Advantage plan. Most folks who uh, have an Advantage plan do not have supplemental or GAP coverage, if you will. Uh, however, and this these are the things that might be important to folks, is that a lot of the Medicare Advantage plans actually do have some advantages over the traditional Medicare plan. Uh, some uh, uh, offer things that Medicare cannot offer, you know, such as cash back for this or um, uh, or, or, or uh, memberships in in, in the uh, exercise clubs. 
uh, or um, uh, the, the, those kinds of things that uh, cannot be offered uh, by Medicare. So sometimes there are actually, uh, depending on the plan, uh, some advantages that you can't get otherwise. Now, the, there is also a particular group of Medicare Advantage plans that can be important to some of us. Okay, and what are those? Those are called special needs plans. And so it's like, okay, what's that? A special needs plan is a Medicare Advantage plan that is designed for a senior with certain types of situations. One is a senior with chronic conditions. And the chronic condition, uh, one that's very common, is diabetes. Uh, Another is heart disease. Uh, another is renal failure. Uh, uh, now, uh, these special needs plans can be advantageous for those folks with these types of chronic conditions. Uh, it also it can be uh, advantageous for a senior who is in a long-term care facility, such as a nursing home or an assisted living facility. Um, so th- these are things that, uh, again, and guess what? Somebody that's in a nursing home or, a, or an assisted living facility rarely can compare plans. So guess who's going to do it? It's got to be a family member, and this is why I'm mentioning it. And these special needs plans may be something that y- you should be um, looking at. Um, and so... Uh, How do you find these things? Well, first of all, like I have already mentioned, one of the sites that you want to go to every year is Medicare.gov. And when you go to Medicare.gov, then there's a link called Find Plans Now. Find Plans Now. And so guess what? That's what you click on, and then you put in your condition and... And uh, like I said, these special needs plans uh, may very well be the choice that you make. All right. Now, what else about Medicare that might be important? Uh, uh, Let's let's say that your doctor has recommended um, that you should get some a particular. uh, thing of medical equipment, and so you've submitted that, and the Medicare uh, has said, nope, we're not paying for that. What do you do? Well, if uh, assuming that uh, there you can that it can be justified by your doctor, uh, you need to appeal the decision. So who do you appeal it to? Uh, well. If, if you're on traditional Medicare, then you appeal it to Medicare. Uh, and you go to your doctor and say, Doctor, I need you to, to write this thing up and justify uh, this medical equipment for me so that I can win this appeal. Uh, because, you know, obviously the doctor didn't do enough the first time to justify it. Uh, and that shouldn't be difficult to acquire. Because if the doctor said you needed it, obviously there should be a justification for it. Now, if you're in a Medicare Advantage plan, 
your appeal goes to the insurance company uh, that sponsors that plan. Because, again, you're on a private insurance plan. You're not on the government plan. Um, so, again, uh, you know, if you need uh, certain uh, things uh, from your plan, uh, particularly medical equipment, uh, most of the time it's going to be covered if it's approved. So it's really just a matter of appealing a denial and uh, but but getting a stronger justification for uh, that which you need. So anyway, uh, that's enough on Medicare today. I don't want to bore people to death with with things that seniors need. But okay, uh, one of the things that concerns me um, about the situation in this country is the fact that um, so many people, uh, a large percentage, over you know half of Americans live uh, paycheck to paycheck. You know, it's uh, they're scraping by, if you will. And um, how financing has uh, developed over the years. Um, uh, one of the the things that I think is is close to criminal is uh, payday loans, uh, and, and because it's a cycle that people get into, they need money, and then they can't pay these loans back timely, and the interest rates are outrageously high, uh, and and so it becomes a cycle where. Uh, you know, they have a job, they have a bank account, uh, but uh, the, the banks traditionally have not, uh, for many years since credit cards were established, um, uh, don't make small loans. And that's what I wanted to mention. You know, back when I was uh, um, in college, uh, my brother was, uh, he was a young banker for Wachovia. Uh, and um, uh, frankly, uh, back then, there were no credit cards. They didn't exist. Uh, and the banks made loans, small loans for, you know, if you needed to buy a washing machine and uh, you could go to the bank and they would, they would loan you a, a few hundred dollars to, uh, to buy your washing machine. And, and uh, I, I was very familiar with that sort of thing because one of the times I visited my brother, I went with him because he had to repossess a washing machine. <laughs> that, but the fact is, and that was an experience, I can tell you that. But, but, the, but you know, when credit cards were established, the banks... Uh, uh, made tons of money on credit cards because the interest rates are pretty high, particularly for those folks who don't pay it all back on a on a monthly basis. Uh, and so, uh, the, the, but for those folks who have a job and uh, have a bank account, uh, what I wanted to tell folks, uh, and this is true for young people and and folks who are older as well. The fact that uh, many of the banks uh, have established small-dollar loans. Um, not every bank has done it. This is where you uh, go to your bank. But if you have a job that with a regular paycheck and a bank account, 
go to your and you're one of those folks who has very little savings, if you will. In other words, your your paycheck uh, generally is used up every month, and you're scraping by those those kinds of things. And like I said, this is half of America, folks, because half of Americans have less than $500 in savings. And that, that's a very difficult life. I mean, it's the kind of thing where when you have a car repair or something like that, you have to choose between rent and food. Uh, and that, you know, those kinds of things are um, every day in this country and, and people don't realize uh, um, what a tragedy it is. But the fact is that... Um, uh, most of us rely on the ability, you know, we can use a, a credit card and uh, uh, hopefully we are paying it off at the end of the month. But there are an awful lot of folks that can't do that. And guess what? These are the folks that have relied on these payday loans uh, and they can't get out of them. Well, the, the, instead of doing that, See if your bank has a small-dollar loan. Now, by small-dollar loan, uh, these loans are typically limited to about $500. Now, some of the banks will go up to $750 or $1,000, um, and, and there, this is a situation where there typically is an automatic draft. Uh, most of them have to be paid back completely in three to four months, um, you, you know, so they're very rigid on how it, it, it's done. But the fact is, is that they are very low interest. Some of them uh, simply have like a $5 per loan or, or um, type of strategy. But it's this is uh, where the banks are trying to help these consumers get away from these payday loans uh, a lot of these folks don't have credit cards, uh, uh, you know, uh, but they do have a bank account and they do have a job yeah, where they have a regular paycheck. It's just not enough money. Because the fact is, is that folks uh, that have calamities, you know, like a car repair or something like that, they end up either having to sell something or borrow money. So, these small dollar loans, I mean, and when I say most of the banks, I know that Bank of America, Truist, Regions, uh, Wells Fargo, uh, I, uh, all of those banks I know have these small dollar loans. Um, and, and, of course, if your bank doesn't have it and you're in one of these uh, situations where from time to time you, you need a few hundred dollars for this or that, then it's important for you to know that these small dollar loans exist today because um, they, they haven't existed for years. And so the fact that, that these things are, are happening, you know, that they're available now um, might be very important to people. Don't make a bad situation worse. Check out your bank. See if this is an option for you. If you are in someone who's in need and you do have a, a, a financial need for that, then please check with your local bank and make sure that uh, before you move forward with anything that you may regret, that this might be a, a helpful option for you. If you want to get a hold of Bill and W.G. Alexander and Associates, go to WGALaw.com. From there, you can book an appointment. You can find information about Bill's free webinars as well. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page. Bill does two webinars the second Wednesday of every month. 
One webinar is dedicated to asset protection and trust planning. The other webinar is dedicated to long-term care assistance. This deals with those who are dealing with a long-term care crisis and who are in need of help when it comes to the astronomical costs of long-term care. And that help can come in the form of Medicaid or it can come in the form of VA benefits if that applies to you. Learn more by going to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. It's free to register, free to attend. There's absolutely no cost to you. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more. A quick break and back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be right back after this. listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about Bill and WG Alexander and Associates. There's a lot of information on there and there's information about Bill's free webinars as well. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page of WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, we've covered a lot of ground so far today and we've got even more to cover. We were just talking about uh, an option of small dollar loans for those who uh, may be in a distressful financial situation. And uh, you were kind of thinking about that. And insurance is something that came to your mind. Well, as you know, my focus uh, so often is on asset protection. How do we protect ourselves? Uh, how do we keep what we've acquired, uh, not let it be taken away? Uh, those kinds of things. And so uh, I, I want to emphasize for folks uh, a part of the dynamics in recognizing that half of America is struggling financially, uh, probably more than half if you get right down to it. Uh, and so it, it's, you know, statistical that uh, half of Americans have less than $500 in savings. Now that's uh, why is that important to the rest of us who are not struggling? Well, um, the fact is that one of the things that I emphasize to my clients is their uh, vehicle insurance, their automobile liability coverage. Now, the, here's the thing. If you recognize that, that there are an awful lot of folks out there that have little to no money. Uh, if they drive a vehicle, how much liability insurance do you think they cover? Now, in North Carolina, liability insurance is required, but m the minimum amount of coverage, in other words, the lowest price insurance coverage, is only $50,000 of liability coverage. Well, guess what? Is that enough? If somebody with minimum coverage runs into you and injures you or damages your vehicle, is $50,000 enough? Well, the fact is 
that if it's uh, anything other than something very minor, in other words, no personal injuries, you didn't go to the hospital, they just, um, you know, uh, uh, ran into the back of your your vehicle. I mean, those kinds of things can be fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. I mean, that, but but the fact is, if they send you to the hospital and they have uh, uh, you know ruined your car in the process, fifty thousand dollars isn't going to be enough to cover one day in the hospital and, and your vehicle today. So, how do you protect yourself? from that situation. Well, and there's one other thing. Another statistic out there is that about 10% of the folks who are driving on our roads have no coverage at all. They're driving illegally. They have no insurance coverage. And so from my perspective, over half of the drivers out there are, are folks that either have no coverage or they have minimum coverage. I'd like to really... Uh, know the statistics on how many, uh, what the percentage is, but knowing that half of Americans have no money uh, to spend, uh, you can uh, predict what the percentage is on minimum coverage. Well, the only way to protect ourselves is to maximize the coverage on our own insurance policy, particularly for three things. The uninsured motorist coverage, the underinsured motorist coverage and the med pay or the medical payments provisions of our policies. I recommend that folks not only have umbrella coverage up to $2 million uh, for liability coverage for ourselves, but they maximize their uh, underinsured and uninsured motorist coverage, uh, and that typically is going to be either three hundred or five hundred thousand dollars, which may or may not be enough, but at least it's far more protection uh, for yourself uh, if someone. And, and the fact is, is that uh, you know, young people are the worst drivers, no question about it, and they're the ones who almost always have minimum coverage. <laughs> so, again, it's so important for folks to have adequate liability coverage. And, again, this is not something that I help people with. You need a really good insurance person to help you with it. But I can't emphasize how important it is for folks to have uh, really good liability coverage for their for their uh, situation. But to maximize their underinsured and uninsured motorist, as well as their medical payments. And medical payments is something that I'm not going to take the time to explain, but it's, it's very inexpensive uh, medical insurance that can uh, help significantly uh, for folks. And so uh, talk to your insurance people about that. That's great advice, and insurance is a critical part of asset protection. If you want to learn more about asset protection and even trust planning, you can attend Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday, October 11th. That's the next set of webinars that Bill will be putting on. He does these the second Wednesday of every month, and one of those webinars is dedicated to asset protection and trust planning. It's free to attend, free to register. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button to learn more. Bill also has a webinar 
dedicated to long-term care assistance. This deals with Medicaid, VA benefits, and other forms of financial assistance that you likely can qualify for if you or a loved one are dealing with a long-term care crisis. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. You can also call the office. The phone number is 919-256-7000. We're taking a short break, but we'll be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be back after this. Listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about Bill and his free webinars, WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, all of us have something that keep us awake at night, and I know one of the things that keep you awake at night with your position are uh, mistakes made with property. Well, uh, every week I deal with folks who, uh, seniors who want to give away their property while they're alive. Uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, if you're thinking about giving away your home or your farm or anything significant like that, don't you dare do it without good elder law advice because there are tax consequences, there are uh, sanctions, there's loss of control, there's a lot of reasons not to. But there's one thing that I would encourage seniors to think about giving away while you're alive. And that's tangible personal property. Like, you know, if you want to see your grandchildren enjoy things or your children enjoy things while you're alive, the personal things like your artwork or or certain uh, jewelry that you're not wearing uh, or, or that you you know that where you can enjoy seeing someone else enjoy your things, your tangible personal property is the hardest thing to deal with in the, in your estate, you know, where people have to come in and divide it up and those kinds of things. Or if you're downsizing, you can give away uh, furniture and furnishings and things like that. But don't, you know, if you're thinking about the house or the farm or those kinds of things, don't, don't go there without some really good advice. Uh, but your tangible things... That's a way that people can enjoy it significantly while you're alive and you can enjoy them seeing it and enjoying it. Uh, and it's kind of thing where it makes uh, dealing with your estate that much easier upon your death. But that's the only thing I would <laughs> recommend that people actually, where uh, you don't need advice on, on how to, to give those kinds of things away. Uh, but but uh, that that would be the limit to it, I would I would say. Oh, well, we've been given a green light in that regard, but if you are thinking about making a transfer of a very large or valuable item, please get a hold of an elder law attorney. Spend some time speaking with the team at WG Alexander & Associates. You can go to WGALaw.com or you can call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. Two five six 
7,000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to register for Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday, October 11th. Learn more about long-term care assistance, Medicaid, VA benefits, and learn more about asset protection and trust planning by going to WGALaw.com and clicking on the Seminars button to register for free to attend Bill's free webinars. WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. That will do it for us today. On behalf of Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.